All right, what is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to another mock off season here on the Triple Option Podcast. Today, we're heading over to the West Coast. We're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Chargers. So just kind of a quick intro about this team. The 2023 LA Chargers um, had a preseason um, win-loss over um, their over-under was nine and a half games going into the 2023 season. They finished well below that, finishing five and 12 and last place in the AFC West, worse than the Broncos, worse than the Raiders, and obviously worse than the Chiefs. They finished as the 21st ranked offense and the 24th ranked defense. They fired Brandon Staley after going five and nine. Um, their interim head coach went 0 and three, not much better. They also also fired general manager Tom Telesco after week 15 as well. They hired uh, Joe Horitz to be the new GM who was previously the Baltimore Ravens director of player personnel. So they have a new head coach, new general manager going into the 2024 season. Uh, they obviously, we all know that they hired former 49ers and Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, who was coming off a national championship with the Wolverines. Um, he brought in Jesse Minter as the new defensive coordinator who was the DC at Michigan last year. He also brought in uh, Navarro Bowman, which is pretty cool as a linebackers coach, and Bowman played under Harbaugh in San Francisco. He brought in Greg Roman as the new offensive coordinator, who was previously the OC with the Ravens in 2022, so no longer will they have Kellen Moore there. And the LA Chargers are projected with negative $35 million in cap space this offseason and have major decisions to make regarding Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams, and they have the fifth overall pick in this draft as well. So what's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? I feel like this is definitely going to be the toughest mock offseason for us yet. We're going to have to make some tough decisions, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be tough. I feel like the decisions might have be made for us. It's just there's just not much going on here. Like, there's a lot that needs to be done, and none of it's good. Yeah, and I think um, a trend with them, uh, they, I mean, they hit on three straight first-round picks. Uh, they were able to extend Derwin James in 22. They extended um, Herbert last offseason. And Rayshon Slater, they are going to have to extend this offseason. Let me finish. Okay. That's where I was going. So, <laughs> was so, so you stopped after this year, okay. Yeah, no, no. They hit on three in a row in um, 2019, 2021. And people are projecting that Slater could get similar to Andrew Thomas, a five-year $117 million. So they're going to have to find cap space to extend their tackle to protect Justin Herbert. So we can definitely clear a lot of cap space this offseason. And it's probably easier for us to do now, uh, since we are not Chargers fans at all. But um, yeah, what, what, I guess like thoughts, opinions from this team. Obviously, they were very disappointing last year. Um, they're always kind of like the team that gets typed up in the off season. And yeah, we haven't we, they, they haven't won a playoff game in a while. Um, not with Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I don't really know what to say about this team because their offense is supposed to be their powerhouse, and Eckler seems done. And Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, you said before, there's a good chance that neither of them are on the team come, like, uh, September. So they this they might go almost full rebuild mode, except their quarterback has $50 million uh, for a contract every year. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, yeah and I'll uh, say the one thing that's actually good about this team, and Telesco actually did a pretty solid job with this, is that most of the contracts all lined up. Like you mentioned, there's four guys this year that they can cut, and it just so happens it all perfectly fits for this year. So they tried going all in the past few years. Didn't make it anywhere whatsoever. But they are in a nice sweet spot where if they want to restart, it's relatively easy for them. But again, we're not Chargers fans. We're not we're not uh, fully invested in these players or this team. So for us, it's a lot easier to make the decisions than it will probably be. Yeah. So basically... Like Khalil Mack specifically, he had a lot of his, like he had a ton of sacks last year. Um, he had 17, 
But uh, I wanted to pull up his game log really quickly. A lot the of them Raider, came. The Raider game. Yeah. Yeah. He had six in one game, basically, um, and had a lot of games with zero sacks specifically. So I don't want that yeah. to like kind of go over people's heads. And I think I think Khalil Mack should be cut at the end of the day. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. We'll bring him up first because he has the largest cap hit out of anybody here, $38.5 million, but it's only a $15 million um dead cap so they can clear up 23 million dollars alone on just cutting Khalil Mack I don't really think anybody would give up anything valuable to trade for him maybe maybe but you're going to be taking a hit there and I think it might just be worth it to part ways because you're going to have to make tough decisions and I feel like Mack is is a fairly easy one to make if you don't get short-sighted by what he did against that raid uh that Raiders game how many sacks did he have last year like 12 or 13 he had 17 it's 17. Okay, well, he's still 11 on that one game. It's still a solid season, but I don't know if it's 11 40 million then, solid. Yeah. yeah, 11 sacks in the other 16 games then. That's definitely not worth a $38 million cap hit oh, at, at 33 all. years old. So you don't, mm-hmm. you're don't, you not expecting improvement. You're expecting consistent at best. Yeah, and yeah. if the Chargers could afford to bring him back, I would say why not? He's still probably a serviceable edge rusher, but I feel like they have to make tough decisions, and this is going to be one of them. Yeah, I mean, they're already down 30 mil, so they gotta, not only do they have to clear cap just to be in the green, they need to clear cap then to sign free agents to improve this team. So there might be mm-hmm. a few guys they have to move on from. Yeah, and this is the first year with Jim Harbaugh under kind of the helm as the head coach, so I'm sure they're not really trying to win the Super Bowl next year. They're perfectly fine setting this team up for 2025 and onwards. Um, yeah. So they don't want to do anything short-sighted there as well. So I think Khalil Mack, big decision there to cut him. Another guy I think that they should cut, you guys can maybe push back if you disagree, but I think they should cut Mike Williams. Um, they yep. could save yeah. around $20 million. million cap hit. Yeah, they could save $20 million doing that. And the story of Mike Williams' career has just basically been injuries. Uh, ever since he got drafted in the first round at a, uh, Clemson back in 2017, the dude has played 10 games, 16. You know what? I guess I'm, I'm actually kind of being maybe too mean because it's 16, 15, 15, 16, 13, 3. But coming off a major injury at 30 years old in somewhat can be a replaceable position as well. I think he's the easiest cut candidate that they have on their roster. Yeah. So if they cut Mike Williams, they would save $20 million on Khalil Max 25. So we just freed up basically $45 million. Yeah, um, that, that would, they can have that would bring them to nine and a half million in cap space just by those two moves. But then again, you're not signing any free agents for nine and a half. So there, we might have to do a few more moves. Yeah. The only now, move would be it, it, they, like Joey Bosa could maybe get an extension of like a restructure or something. Like, what does his deal look like? He still is like, there's, I mean, this sounds really weird, but like, they can cut him. <laughs> well, no, for... I, I agree with that. Like, yeah, so if they cut Bosa, they'll save 15 mil. If they restructure him, they'll save about seven. So it depends where you're at because he does have one more extra year after this upcoming year, and he's coming off a of foot injury, but he's still very good when he's on the field. So it's one of those things where I'm sure Charger yeah. fans want to keep him, but for us looking at it this way, we're probably going to say cut him, but... I'm not too sure. I feel like you can't just cut him, though. You know what I mean? Like, how do you cut Joey Bosa? He's I mean, for Bosa... coming off a foot injury, it's, and you save 15 mil, I feel oh, like... Yeah. But you save 15 mil, like... So, but if you... So, say... All right, do, go to restructure first. You save 7 mil. You're not getting anybody who's as productive as Joey Bosa for $8 million. Or, at, like, what are you getting for 15 for... Um, uh, You know what? I'm looking at. I'm looking at it now. He played five games two two years ago and nine games last year. Yeah, what I said about Mike Williams, I should have said about Joey Bosa. He's played three full seasons um, since he got drafted in 2016. 
The, yeah. he's had... the only thing with Bosa, when I'm looking at his contract, it's very easy to move on from him next year as well. So yeah. my only thinking is if they try to keep him for one more year, try to figure something out, and then maybe move on next year. But if they're trying to start the rebuild, if they're essentially trying to just take this year, not win a Super Bowl this season, and look ahead, then they should just cut him this year, get all the money off the books right off the bat. So that's that would be where that logic comes into play. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I'm I think it's tough to sell to the fan base and to like the ownership if you're gonna cut Mac and Bosa. I was gonna kind of bring up the idea, keep Joey Bosa, like Dom said, it could be an out next year, or maybe he's somebody like a Leonard Williams this year type candidate where he's maybe having a solid year. He's showing he gets the healthy throughout the first half of the year. Maybe you're still around 500 to blow it, but you can maybe land a second rounder or a day two pick for him at the trade deadline if that were to happen. Or maybe next offseason, you could try to flip him if he could prove that he's healthy one year. Um, now, obviously, you may want to keep him after that too, but I think I think this would be a little premature to cut him this offseason because I don't really think that they need all this money to contend next year and they can cut him next offseason. I kind of agree because... And also, how do you even... like? This is a new GM and a new head coach. I feel like you need to be at least somewhat competitive in a couple of games to see what you got. Because if you just cut all the stars, like, okay, yeah, you're saving money. But there's got to be ways to figure out this cap situation. You can move the money around. And just by cutting, like, two, fran- like, per se, franchise cornerstones, like, just based on, I guess, maybe even halfway name, like, half of it is name value nowadays. But you should leave Derwin James out there to dry. Like, that would, that, that would be foul and the team would be awful like eric hendricks would be the second highest paid defensive player at that point you cut mac and bosa which is nuts and eric hendricks is not that great i mean it's just the the team itself is just a very veteran team so it's essentially like if this team is going to be two years older from now you're then talking about two 31 plus year old pass rushers you're talking about two 33 a 34-year-old wide receiver in Keenan Allen in two years. So at some point, you have to look to get younger. But I do I do think if they can keep them, they probably should for some continuity. Um, like Keenan Allen, I can't figure out how to restructure his contract. It's not an option. But he's made it clear he wants to stay with the Chargers. And I think part of that is because he'll his cash this year, he'll get like $23 million this year. He's probably not getting that on the open market due to his age and his past injury history, not this past season, but in prior years. So he wants to stay with the team. He'll probably look to restructure. I don't exactly know what that looks like, but I'm assuming if they can restructure Keenan Allen, that's another like 10 mil they can save. So if they keep Bosa, if they restructure Keenan Allen, we're then looking at around 25-ish million dollars maybe in cap space. Yeah, I was um I was kind of digging into like Keenan Allen. So I, I guess you can't really restructure it since it's a one year deal left. So I think what they could do with Keenan Allen is give him an extension. Now I don't know how many years that would look for, and he's gonna be um he's thirty one right now, so he's gonna be thirty two um, before the season starts. And I think I would be open to giving Keenan Allen a two year extension or three year extension. I mean he's been still very consistent for you, and I know he still has like the injury concern um thing attached to him, but he really hasn't been injury prone since the 2016 season he did miss a bunch of games last year but he's been relatively healthy since the 2017 mm-hmm. season and he's been just um justin herbert's number one target and i feel like that would also be tough to sell to ownership the fan base if you didn't bring back keenan allen if you're gonna cut mike williams especially what we saw from quinn johnson last year which wasn't great so i think i was on the board of maybe extending keenan allen it could bring the cap it down a little bit um and 
yes, you're going to maybe have to pay him next year. Maybe that you didn't think you would have to, but I think it'd be worth it to keep him around at least for two more seasons um, and save a little bit of money this offseason. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think, yeah, I think although, all right, my theory is, it's like you said, it's hard to, to sell it to the fan base if you're going to cut all the guys that they pretty much known to grow and love. And you're not really competing this year anyway. Like this roster I'm looking at right now is no more than an eight win team, maybe a nine win team. So you're not making, you're not a Super Bowl competitor. I think they essentially try to go all in and failed. And you might as well just let the let the money, you know, fall where it may. And then once these contracts are in a decent enough spot, like or a better spot than they are this year, to where you can cut some guys or maybe trade some guys, and it wouldn't, it would seem like a smarter decision rather than like a cleaning house decision. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of agree with you there, and I think it, it's it's tough to just trade all these, not trade to cut all like their top four guys. There's a reason they're paid a lot of money. Like they're like the guys that the franchise is kind of built around. Yeah, yeah and he, and I, now, he was good last year, 1,200 yards. He was, he was like really good game. last year. Yeah, if he wasn't a good receiver and we saw kind of him starting to regress, I would like be like, all right, we can cut him. I think everyone saw it, but he's still a good wide receiver one. And the only other thing to think about, just because we're specifically looking at wide receivers. They have the fifth pick in the draft, and it, from everything I've seen, they're either taking a wide receiver or they're taking Brock Bowers. So that's another thing that they could potentially factor in and say, hey, Keenan, you've been great for us, but we can cut you, we can save a ton of money, and we're going to draft your replacement fifth overall, who people are like falling in love with. So that's just one other aspect of it. I do think he'll probably stay with the team. Out of all four guys that we've really talked about, I think Keenan Allen probably has the best chance to stay with the team just due to his history overall. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, we're going to cut Khalil Mack. We're going to keep Joey Bosa, at least for one more year. Cut Mike Williams. Um, either keep Keenan Allen, extend Keenan Allen. I think cutting Eric Hendricks also makes a lot of sense. Getting up there in age saves yeah. around $7 million. Um, and you can afford to lose kind of him as an inside linebacker, as you kind of saw him to regress last year as well. Um, so you could save around $7 million there, which now we've saved around $52 million this offseason with cuts. Um mm-hmm. They, I think it seems like Corey Winsley is going to retire. They drafted yeah. Zion Johnson in the first round last year. Um, I think, I mean, Trey Pipkin's kind of regressed, but at least you have a body out there at right tackle. Um, were you guys kind of okay with maybe giving Rayshon Slater the Andrew Thomas extension? I mean, he's still a good tackle, and you're protecting Herbert long term. Yeah, I does probably he, would. Does he need it right now, or do you think they can wait for it? Well, they I mean, can they could. his option. I guess they would just pick up his fifth-year option, but I guess this could also save you money because this would probably be a lower uh, cap hit than the fifth year. Wait, did, wait, did they pick it? Oh, I think it's May. Is it May it's, 1st? Yeah, the deadline hasn't happened yet. All right, um, so we'll have a little left to know after the draft then. Yeah, if they will do that. Uh, because I feel like that would make sense. Um, it seems like it's a com- common thing with tackles as well. Uh, yeah, May 2nd is the, the date you said. Uh, so um, we'll keep that in mind as we kind of go through this offseason. So this team does not have a lot of cap space to play with. Um, I think... Going into the offseason, we assume Austin Eckler is gone. There's no point in paying this dude. Running backs are easily replaceable. And it's not like Eckler was that good and hasn't been really a great, pure NFL running back in a minute. Obviously, he gets a lot of touchdowns for fantasy and PPR points, but not really worth it paying him a lot of money. So, uh, obviously, Herbert's back. Um, maybe you had another backup quarterback. It's Max Duggan right now. Easton Six, a free agent. I mean, just throw whoever you want at the backup QB. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Running backs are Isaiah Spiller, uh, Jared Peterson, Elijah Dotson, with Eckler and Kelly being free agents. 
we could look at a running back in free agency. Um, this could be a destination where maybe a Saquon wants to end up. Maybe a Derrick Henry. I don't know. I, it might cost you a decent amount of money where you really don't want to do that. So I guess we could just stay on the skill position side of things. For free agency, is there any names we want to look at? I think probably not receiver. I would assume maybe tight end or running back. It's it's tough because they just don't really have nothing to work with here. Yeah. And I think, for, I, th- I think for running back, if we're talking about this team being like a year or two away... I don't think it makes sense then to go sign Saquon or Derrick Henry. If if mm-hmm. you're a year or two away, you're going to pay a running back a lot of money in a non-competitive year for them to just get a year older. Like To me, that doesn't seem to make sense, but they, they need a body in there no matter what. So maybe they get – you think they could go after like a tier two or three type running back or maybe just draft Edwards. one? Yeah, like what – Yeah, I was looking like at those names. Maybe? Like maybe take a fl- – who'd you say, Dom? No, no, I was I was just agreeing with like a Gus Edwards level type guy, like someone like that who's available. Let's yeah, one year prove it for about three point six ish. Yeah, I would say like it's a loaded free agent running back class, so you could probably get somebody on a very team friendly deal. Like, do you take a flyer on J.K. Dobbins as well? He's only twenty five, um, coming off the injury, and then obviously you could just draft one. I like Gus Edwards as well. Um, Dante Foreman. Da- yeah, Dante Foreman, Dondre Swift. I don't know. Like the running back market probably isn't going to be great. Yeah. Cam Akers, but he's coming off a major injury. Harbaugh, Harbaugh loves to run the ball, though. If, if his time in Michigan is, is indicative of anything he's in the NFL, I think he's going to um, want a, a really solid running back. I don't know if he's going to want – I don't think he'll be able to pay a lot of money for a really solid running back, but I don't know. And I can give you a connection with Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins as they played under Greg Roman with the Ravens in 22, so we can use that. Okay, there you go. Do we just sign both of them? Do we just make the the Ravens running back backfield now? That wouldn't make sense. I think I think Gus Edwards would, would be would be a good look here. All right, uh, we can give we could sign Gus Edwards just to be a body. Obviously, they could draft somebody on day uh day uh, two, two or three. three. Yeah. Um. All right, so we'll sign Gus Edwards. What, just what while we're saying? talking about running backs and the Chargers, like, what do you guys think Austin Eckler will actually get on the open market, or do we really no. have no idea? Because it's very. Like fantasy wise, he's been great, but from an actual running back standpoint, he's not good. He he's middle of the pack. Yeah, so like I'm I'm very interested to see what he actually gets, considering all the other free agent running backs that are do out you, there. So you think Botrack is saying three years, twenty two million? Which I don't know. This this would rank him as the ninth end of the ninth running back. He's way. I think he's closer to twenty nine than he is to nine. Like in terms of running back, like pure running back skill in the NFL, who you want on your team? I guess. Do you think he gets more than Miles Sanders got? He got, got like four, four for twenty five. I don't even know if Eckler will get four years because he's yeah, yeah he'll be twenty nine pretty much. He might get a three year deal with an opt out after two, if that. He might get a two with an opt out after one. Not an opt out, uh, an out. I mean, Eckler's older than Zeke. I mean, if we're talking about twenty eight, he yeah he's slightly older. So we're talking about Zeke being washed. Austin Eckler's right up there then. <laughs> Oh well, I, there was a couple of runs where Austin Eckler got caught by I think varsity oh, yeah. high school players could have. He caught looked him. like David Johnson, Houston Texan David Johnson. Yeah. No, um, the Cardinals or Texans? Texans. No, no Texans. Well, he he was on the Cardinals and then we flipped him for D Hop. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he fell. We then he fell. Off and then he got slow as hell. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, I'm cool with Gus Edwards. Um, I doubt. Yeah, Keenan Allen or excuse me, Austin Eckler's back. I mean, tight end the market is disgusting. Um, Gerald Everett was the tight end last year, but just it being a very thin market, he could get money elsewhere. Um, and he's 29. I mean, like I would love, like, and I guess it really depends what they think they're going to do in the draft. Cause if they know that they're going to like Brock Bowers will most likely be available for them at five, unless Harrison goes 
no, like the Cardinals aren't drafting Brock Bowers. So like, yeah, there's a like a, there's a very certain chance that he's going to be there at five. So I guess that can really yeah. figure out what they want to do in free agency. Like obviously they're not going to touch tight end if they know they're going to draft Bowers. Maybe they do touch tight end if they think they're going to draft Neighbors or Joe Alt or somebody like that. Yeah, because I'm looking now. Like I don't like like besides like it's hard to say that Joe there was a tier one tight end in this class. Like Hunter Henry, I don't see him going back to the Chargers. Um, and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Schultz is a little expensive though. He's probably gonna get like three for like thirty. Yeah, I three. For, oh my god, it's crazy. I mean, that's not crazy bad. End. I know, but it's crazy. Like Dalton Schultz will get ten million a year, but paying that to a running back is like the worst thing ever. And <laughs> Dalton Schultz has done one in this league, and like Saquon's been like such an elite running back for so long. But Gosh. like Mike Gesicki, like I don't think anybody uh, wants Mike Gesicki. Austin Hooper, Elfan, Mercedes Lewis. He's still around. How old is Mercedes Lewis? Gotta be. 39.8. He's 30. He's 30. He's about to be 40 <laughs> by September. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. They've Donald Partham on the on the roster now, who's basically good for a two-touchdown game and one Thursday night a year, but there that's basically it. So, I feel like they got to add some veteran. I mean, we don't really have to address, like, give them a veteran. Doom Graham. Hey, that'd be kind of fun. Is he's, there any... He's, uh, he's kind of busy. He's rowing a boat in the uh, Arctic Ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we get... Oh, Not, yeah. Uh, he I actually is that. doing that, yeah. Do we, get, like uh, Vernon Davis out of, <laughs> did we get Vernon Davis out of retirement? Where's the Harbaugh connection here? Any Michigan tight ends in the NFL? Um, I, don't I don't think so. Jake Butt, I don't think he's playing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on the NFL. Yeah. Um, um, so, like, I guess, like, we can assume that they're going to add maybe some veteran tight end, but um, nothing too crazy. I doubt they're, they're spending money. Yeah, they're all, the, they're all the same at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they have lineman depth right now. Um, but they could address like center. Uh, but yeah, like with Zion Johnson, Slater, Pipkins, um, it's just like bodies out there, and the obviously it's very tough to sign free agent linemen as well, especially this off season. So I don't really know if we can allocate money there, but they probably need to address the old line, maybe a little bit more than they do the defense. I mean, like the secondary is fine; it definitely needs a little bit of work. I guess, I guess basically you want to add maybe another edge rusher if Mac is gone. I don't know. Do you guys would you guys rather address like O line if we're gonna spend like one more eight million, ten million dollar contract, or would you rather put it to the defensive side of the ball? I mean, the D line is disgusting. It's so bad. Probably, probably the D line then. Yeah, because yeah. I I envision Mac being. I think there's about a seventy five percent chance Mac gets cut, and there's probably like a twenty five percent chance that Bose gets cut. So on that off chance that they they're both gone, they're definitely gonna need to um get somebody to replace them. So I think we probably yeah. look at edge. I mean, yeah, I was going to look at Sheldon Rankins, but he's interior. Because um, they're not going to be able to afford DJ Reader either. Um, do we we did uh, Chase Young to the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That would have been a fun random addition. I mean, I have um, one guy. I have one is Yannick Ngakwe going to get his uh, his yearly prove-it deal? Well, I, I was going to say. I was gonna say, is this Jadavion Clowney? Yeah, I was gonna say Clowney. Like this is this is the one year prove it deal for him, dude. I like All right. it. I'm 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 with it, and I think that's I think that's the exact kind of person that would be on this team because they they quite literally have no other options, and like LA is kind of an attractive market, so I think Clowney would probably want to go there. And Loki, yeah. if he's like solid, you could probably flip at the at the deadline for like a nice day three pick. Probably, probably, and probably for like a I fourth. Mean, I mean. I don't and know. The fact I, I that uh, the fact that Davion Clowney is still playing all these years is it's crazy. Like he he just keeps finding his way onto random teams to just keep on going. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you're looking at it all, but over under guess like or what would you think his career earnings are in the NFL? 
It's oh, it's insane. I mean, he's probably yeah, because he, he he probably made like eight mil a year on his first overall picks. So that's a thirty-two mil right there. And then yeah, he had a he had a pretty good. He got tagged one year, right, for like twenty million. No, uh, he I don't know if it was a tag or I guess it would be the fifth year in Houston. He made thirteen million. Then he spent one year in Seattle, one year back in Houston. Or no, or those are similar years. Never mind. Um, one year in Tennessee, two years in Cleveland. One year in Baltimore, he's made eighty-five million dollars in the NFL for being that's a pretty a average D end. Yeah, I mean that's that's what happens when you make a sick tackle in a bowl game and then get the first <laughs> overall pick. Like you can just yeah. always fall back on those two things, and it will just keep the money flowing. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest; I don't even remember him on Seattle. I need to dig into either. that and look into uh, what he did. It says he played essentially a full season with them in 2019, almost. So I do not remember that for the life of me. He also, so yes, all right, yeah. So, he, yeah, he did get tagged after his uh, after the rookie contract in Houston, but it was a little lower at that point. Wow, the for, the first overall pick was only four year, twenty two million at that point. Now I think it's like forty. Well, they yeah, I mean Sam Bradford when he got drafted, the Rams gave him like an eight year deal, and then the NFL stepped in and was like, nah, we're we're gonna re- we're gonna re- uh, regulate this, and it got a lot smaller and started to build its way back up. Well, see, the NFL said, all right. You draw the line at Sam Bradford. You're not giving him an eight year. Like, this, 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 this is bad for business. Yeah. I'll, pretty much. I guess it's supposed to be rebuilding, not giving Sam Bradford eight year contracts. <laughs> so we can pivot to the draft now. And honestly, like, Quinton Johnson obviously got caught a ton last year, and it's because he went in the first round. And when there was a lot of other receivers that went adjacent to him, like, that had better years. Basically, everybody else, like Zay, Addison, and JSN. To be honest, though, he was open a decent amount. He just had some terrible drops, which hopefully you think he can work on. And. I mean, you don't really want to see him as the wide receiver two next year, but I guess that's something we're going to have to debate internally um, here if we want to go Bowers or Neighbors or Alt at pick five, um, debating on who's there potentially. Um, I guess basically in our mocks or what we've done in mock off seasons, Chargers at pick five, we assume the four players off the board will be the three quarterbacks and Marvin Harrison Jr. So we kind of have some nice variety if we want to go tackle tight end and receiver with Neighbors, Alt, or, um, or Brock Bowers. So... We have 5, 37, 69 we will make. We'll make the first two day picks. Um, this is the first time where we could have some debate. I feel like it's been pretty chalky for our draft picks so far. Um, I'll throw to you, Tom, first. Who do you who do you like the most to add here at number five? Well, in this this mock I just ran, uh, Brock Bowers is gone, and so is Marvin Harrison. So if you want to replace Justin Herbert, we can do that. Get Jaden Daniels. Um, <laughs> Love that. I don't think Neighbors goes here, but... I do think he would be a really solid pick, I, but I mean, just, are we counting it? I mean, in this mock that I'm looking at, he's there, and I think he, there's a better chance he's there. He's there he's, now than like pretty much any other receiver. Like, uh, for mine, Neighbors is gone, but Bowers is available. And like looking at the, right, Matt, you're the tiebreaker. Core, okay, looking at the receiving core, like Keenan Allen, Quinn Johnson, and Josh Palmer, like, isn't great, but it's also not the worst trio in the world that you can also get kind of... Like, Palmer's on a bad wide receiver three, and I'm sure yeah, we can no. maybe look at receiver if we want on day two because um, there's a plethora of guys that are there. So I'm kind of leaning towards Brock Bowers. I feel like it's a premium to get, like, an elite tight end in this league, and um, this would be by far the best tight end that Herbert's played with. So my vote would be for Bowers, but if you guys... Yeah, mine would neighbors, too. Okay. Yeah, and, and Bowers, like, watching Bowers, like, he's, like, just... He's, like... I think he's a better athlete than Kyle Pitts is, like, me- like measurements-wise. And that's crazy to think about. And I think putting him on this Chargers team, especially with Harbaugh, too, like, I feel like what better way to kind of start your 
regime as the head coach is to draft like the best tight end prospect we've ever seen. So like, you might as well just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and making some connections to wide receivers on like day two and day three. There's some Michigan wide receivers that are supposed to go right in that range. So I mean, there we go. You, you start yeah, drawing Wilson. You are a John Lyons connecting dots. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There we go. So yeah, like also like we saw how important like Sam Porter was to Goff and Kincaid at times to Josh Allen. So I feel like this would be huge for Herbert to finally get a nice tight end who can block yeah. and obviously be like an elite receiver. So I mean, Keenan Allen, Quinn Johnston, Josh Palmer, and Brock Bowers is not really that. No, bad. it's not bad at all, especially if for a team, Bowers is yeah. effective right away. For a, yeah, for a team that's not even supposed to like do anything next year, you're just hoping to see continued progression from Herbert, and then I think like. You just want a good rookie year from Bowers, and if you can get some bounce back year from Quinn Johnson, I feel like that's all you need next year. Yeah, he's got a bust in the backfield. He's he's got to fix his uh, hands a little bit. There's, yeah, no, for he, sure, for sure. He's got to Yeah, I think it would be unfair to con- like consider him a bust. Like it's been one year, and like yeah, no, it's fixable. So we'll see there. So uh, all right, so we had we took um, Bowers at five. The next I'm pick from the tra- neighbors on mine because the Bowers was gone. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. So um, I I mean I wouldn't be shocked if they take neighbors. I wouldn't. I guess I'd be maybe a little shocked if they take Joel, but I would get that pick. Um, I guess it depends what Harbaugh and the new GM wants. Um, so we have thirty-seven next up. Um, I feel like. I mean, we could just say F it and go receiver. I mean, but I feel like since we took Bowers, I don't know. I would feel more comfortable addressing either O line or defense. But we uh, need, a, guys... need a corner, man. Do we need? Uh, I know, like their like their secondary isn't great. I mean, you have Samuel and you have James. Um, it's really it. But... AJ McCarthy's there on my draft. <laughs> love that, love that. But like, do we also go? I don't know, man. This this like linebacking course is disgusting. The D line is disgusting. Yeah, I think they got to focus at some point on bad de- on defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's got to be something. Because um, if we're trying to think, if we know Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are both up there in age and potential cut candidates, and we signed Davion Clowney, he was like 31. They, they need to get younger at D-Edge no matter what happens. So that could be something. Or you mentioned the secondary is pretty beat up besides two guys. So that could be, I think, the other option. Yeah. Because, like, Kenneth Murray, too, former first-rounder, he's hitting free agency, um, and he might be gone. Like, he may get, like, a bag elsewhere or something. Like, they don't want to pay him um, because it could be, like, a premium position. I don't even know if, like, the Chargers want to bring him back. But linebacker's pretty gross. It's tough. We have a lot of options okay. here. So and so we already since we mocked Kamari Lasseter in a previous mock, are we not mocking him again? Yeah, we should try to stay away from repeating okay. picks if we can. I mean, like towards the end of these mocks when we have made so many, yeah, yeah we can. But we're still early are on we, in it. Have we mocked Peyton Wilson anywhere? Like Princey State? Don't believe so. No, definitely not. So he could be up there, but I think that'd be a little bit of a reach. Um, Jonah Ellis nope. could be a little look here from Utah. I'm just because I know we've mocked Adrian Cooper. I know we've mocked um, Chop Robinson. I want to say too. So a few of the edge rushers are kind of falling off the board there. Yeah, I was paying uh, Wilson Dom, NC State. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't mind that idea though. I mean, I think he, there's a chance he's there. I mean, that's a linebacker. I, I, it, might, it might be a little early great. for a linebacker. Though. I think like, an edge rusher, an outside linebacker, might be the better look here or a corner. Um, I mean, it's a deep corner class. Uh, yeah, it's about, a deep corner um, class, but like, are these like you want to get top end talent still? Hmm. Do we want to do? I I like the idea of staying on defense. Um, for sure. Uh, Chris Braswell from Bama just get the like maybe the best edge on the board. Adisa Isaac, um, Darius what? Robinson from Missouri. Darius Robinson could be a good look. 
We do we yeah. do we mock him? I don't think we mocked him already. I was no. looking at Robinson or Jonah Ells from Utah. He looks pretty good too. Either either one of those I'm fine. I think we should go with Edge because Mac's probably gonna be gone. They want to replace him right away. So Yeah, and you have no idea if Bosa's gonna be on this team post twenty twenty four. So we wanna go Darius yeah. Robinson from Missouri with the I'm cool with Darius pick. Robinson, yeah. Alright, let's take Darius Robinson. Um and then I guess we can have we can kinda go anywhere we want, maybe in round three. So this is gonna be at sixty nine. Um where we could look at I mean, yeah, this is this is maybe prime uh, we did look at. I don't know if I want to. Ooh, we already we already here. drafted Junior Colson. Another one, but Junior Colson here would, would be would be the pick. Ooh. Who do you like, Dom? Connect some dots right now. Might be a little bit of a reach. Blake Corum. Blake Corum. Yeah, I, need, need a running back. I mean, I don't think it would be a smart pick to take Blake Corum at pick sixty nine. He's five uh, eight, I believe. Like I personally just don't think he'll be great in the NFL. But it looks like he's going to go in like the third round. So, so Cam Kinchins really fell. To, to make it fun, we could just, like, pencil in Blake Horm as a fun fourth rounder. I don't know if he'd fall, but running backs may. I mean, they've been early fourth rounder. Maybe they trade up into the third round. So we can, we can for fun, mock Blake Horm to the Chargers in the fourth. Fine with that. All right. So, yeah, third round pick. Uh, Braylon Trice also kind of fell a little bit, it seems like. But we mocked him in the Panthers mock that we didn't even get to post because sure. I'm, I'm a great YouTuber. Um, we could go... I don't know. I feel like we could stick defense, or if we want to go interior O line, we already mocked Christian. Well, we did Haynes in the Panthers one as well. Oh, um, I don't mind interior O line, or I don't mind getting another either maybe corner or D lineman, or Jeremiah Trotter from Clemson. Do we mock Brandon Dorless yet? Doesn't sound like no. I don't think so. I actually think we Oregon. might have mocked Jeremiah Trotter honestly. Or did we do Junior Colson? No, we definitely did Junior Colson. We did Colson, okay. Um. No, we did Trotter. We did Trotter. We did Trotter with the Cardinals. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I have that down. Yeah. Um. Do we take another Boston College guard to pair up with Zion Johnson? Do we take Christian uh, Mahogany? We could. See him. I mean, I think I think drafting because we didn't add anything in the O line in free agency either. Yeah, that would be good. I, I'm fine Mahogany. If we do nice. that, I mean, I'm also looking at some other O line because they need a center. I mean, Georgia Cedric Van Prant. Pron, I think it is, but I mean, he's ranked a little lower, so it's probably a little bit of a reach. I don't mm-hmm. think it's there, but I mean, he center at Georgia. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. Um, but I don't know if that's like great value for that pick. Yeah, I don't mind Christian Mahogany there, and just go. I feel like we address like that's really nice for us. Like we address tight end, edge, interior line, and then I guess like maybe running back um, in round four. I mean, who knows? Maybe Isaiah Spiller was really good. Like maybe he he's is. Not. Was he was he A and M? Yeah, he was A and M. Yeah, and he's just not been great. He was a uh, sleeper of the year in every twenty twenty four fantasy big board. Dude, I saw the, I just saw the name I Spiller and like CJ Spiller just I was like, all right, he's the next CJ Spiller. Let's do this. I mean, I, like, I'll hand hand up. I was drafting Spiller round 13, 14, 15 in fantasy that year, hoping for like something, and just I think he was cut by week four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm very excited to see where these like free agent running backs end up. Like. I guess, like Zeke. I, I mean, I know Tom. You've been saying he's probably going to be back as a uh, as a giant, but like, or not Zeke. Sorry, uh, Saquon. But like, where uh, is like? I don't think he is. Oh, you don't think he is anymore? No. I remember in one of the mocks you thought, but um, yeah, things have since changed the last couple weeks. I'm seeing a lot of reports on Giants really? Twitter, and they're not looking uh, in Saquon's favor to be wearing blue next year. Damn. So but, like, I wonder where he ends up. I wonder where Derrick Henry ends up. Like Eckler, who we talked about in this video. Uh, there's one other big one. 
Counterpoint, uh, though, Saquon was at the Stadium Series game wearing a Giants jersey. So yeah, so was Tommy DeVito. I, I, I don't want... <laughs> like, can we... All right, off topic for a second. The Jets had, like, four guys who, like, are, like, five, legitimately to important three, yeah. to their <laughs> franchise. It was Brees Hall. It was AVT. Uh, Quinn Williams was there. CJ Mose. These are all real cornerstone guys for the Jets. And the Giants got Sterling Shepard, who's probably retiring, Saquon, who's not on the team, and Tommy DeVito. Like, you could have just put Eli out there. Like, there's no way Eli wouldn't have done it. So, like, the counterpoint is, and I mean this um, in a nice way possible, do the Giants have any real cornerstone guys at this current moment? You could, all right, Dexter Lawrence could have been there, Kayvon could have been there, and Saquon's fine, because I understand Saquon, the fact that, you know, he's, although he's not on the team, he is the, like, the poster for New York football, but even though Andrew Thomas is a lineman, like, you're telling me if they brought out Elijah Vera Tucker, like, Andrew Thomas couldn't be there? Like, and even yeah. even if you want to get Daniel Jones' goofy ass out there, that's fine. At least you have your quarterback who you paid $40 million. Like, get him in the stadium. I don't know if he's a free I mean, agent, but it's, it's Why is Tom, Why is Tommy DeVito there? Like, well, there's, to like, be fair, been, Tom, like, a staple. Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito lives around the corner. So, like, for him, that's... They all the live around the corner. Sunday. They all live in Jersey. Dude, they should have got Slade in there. Slayton's been there for a while. I'd rather uh, – no, I think Shep's a little more of a, a giant. That I mean, like, well, he's, he was a longest tenure giant. But still, like, Dexter Lawrence could have been there. Kayvon could have been there. Uh, Bobby O'Carey, he could have been there, even though he's a little more of like a – I don't know. He's not, like, really in the, the media like how, like, Kayvon is. But Ster- still. Dude, Sterling Shepard still being on the Giants is wild. I think it's 2017 I, he got drafted. 2016. <laughs> Yeah. I love that this is our Chargers video, and this energy is just going to fuel Tom for the Giants mock off season that's coming next. I'm excited, and I, I'm, I'm excited. excited for it. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, um, but I, I guess I am. All right, so we made we made some pretty big moves. We uh we made I guess the tough decisions of cutting Khalil Mack. We cut Mike Williams. Uh, we decided to keep Joey Bosa and Keenan Allen. We cut Eric Kendricks. Uh, we decided maybe to opt to the idea of extending Rishon Slater. Um, we signed Gus Edwards and Geneva and Connie in free agency. Uh, we drafted Brock Bowers fifth overall, Darius Robinson from Mizzou in round two, uh, Christian Mahogany from BC in round three, and Blake Corum in round number four. We make these additions. Maybe they make some moves on the margins in free agency. Obviously, they could add some other draft picks as well. Do you guys think that they make the playoffs in 2024? No. Um, I mean, maybe they can sneak in because we keep talking about, oh, this offense should still be fine with weapons, so maybe they get lucky. But I think going into the season, I would not expect them to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm so, saying Bills, Dolphins, Jets. No, nah, I'm saying teams that are in the running for the playoffs. Bengals, Ravens, Browns. That's six. That Chiefs in, in their division. Steelers? Too many questions right now. I guess that QB. Yeah. And I'm a quarterback. I don't know who's going to be quarterback for next year. But then the Chiefs in their divisions, they're not winning their division. And then they still have, if the Jaguars somehow bounce back, and the Texans. I think like 10 teams, I don't think they finish better than four of them. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be really tough. Obviously, injuries are going to happen that we don't know. But yeah, I think it is going to be so, tough for them to get in. And if they do, as the seventh seed, like it's a success of a season. And they're playing with house money. And like that's that's probably better for them than having these expectations of winning the Super Bowl. Carball Waltz is the coach of the year. So then taking a step back, instead of looking at the whole playoff picture, where are they in the AFC West picture then? Obviously, we're going to have the Chiefs won, but the Raiders still don't really have a quarterback. They have questions. The Broncos Broncos seem like they don't have a quarterback, but then again, who really knows what's going on? Like Both those teams were very bad this past year and still finished ahead of the Chargers. 
So that is something that we have to think about. Yeah, I could see them as the two the two spot in the uh, AFC West. I mean, they might finish eight and nine like the Raiders did this year and got the two spot, but I think that's reasonable. Yeah, but you know what? This team, this team doesn't like. Maybe they go five and twelve again, but it's like a respectable five and twelve. Who knows? And then they also get another top pick next year, and they're gonna have a little bit more cap space. They could be scary in twenty twenty five. Yeah. Well, yeah. so so would you rather a respectable five and twelve or a sloppy six and eleven? Respect respectable five and twelve and yeah. trade that pick for a haul. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, because who knows? Yeah, I mean, this team ends up with like a top three pick. I don't think there's really gonna be like a quarterback like that next year, but they could they could really make a nice pick um or trade down if teams want quarterbacks in twenty twenty five. But I don't I don't even know who's the number one quarterback for next year. Is it still Shador? Maybe I don't think he's been playing well at Colorado. I think it's just the name. Um, if I had to guess, the best quarterbacks next year in Arizona too, right? I don't think Fafita's like no. there yet. I would take Carson Beck or Quinn Ewers probably as the top Jeez. quarterbacks. Like people forget Go Quinn Ewers was he's not not yet. He's I see Drew Aller. Oh God, Drew Aller. I'm looking at mocks now. Shador's supposed to go one. Yeah, I don't. Riley he's got to prove something this year. Oh, Gino. Riley. You don't want Riley. You don't want that. Yeah. Those, the quarterbacks next year are probably a step down. Like, I think Dude. you're looking at Quinn Ewers oh, this is and Carson nice. Beck, and that's probably... Uh, this old... mock I'm looking at has the Giants taking a DT at number two. Nice. There you go. 30-year-old uh, uh, Cam Rising? Kind of love it. I mean, Not it's... actually 30, but he's been in college forever. I think um, I think he would be 25 by the draft time next year. <laughs> oh, Matt, the Steelers taking Drew Lahr at number 12 this in draft. Nice, nice. Keep him in state. Keep him in state. We got yeah. I mean, we took Joey Porter Jr. last year. Might as well. Um, so yeah, that's going to wrap up our uh, LA Chargers mock offseason. Let us know what you guys think in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review over there as well. And we'll catch you guys in the Giants mock offseason. Peace.